for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast for the 40 years of playing PlayStation and six plus years in that games media combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast surfaces, including Spotify and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations, please check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all our links in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash the pop where you can watch us record this show live, where you can join the chat, become part of the show. It's awesome fun. Uh, additionally, if you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you listen to us on podcast service, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you're on the YouTubes, be sure to give us a thumbs up, subscribe, comment below. And uh, I, I endeavor to answer every single comment. Uh, if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash popculturist, as well as our merchandise store, popculturist.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Max god damn we are in for a big episode today man it today is going to be huge mungus yeah i i might have gone a little bit crazy oh it's not even that I mean, man but, but, but there have been a lot there you know there's been a lot of news we've been playing a lot of stuff and yeah it's a, so there's not even far, there's not even piss fart around let's just get right out of the way how you been max yeah been good how's it all going how's the life uh, yeah, it's it's been a fine week. Is it this week's been pretty crazy? Actually, mm. I must admit. So. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Mine's pretty similar. Nothing too too major uh, happened apart from playing a ton of games and just working and yeah, pretty much between hanging out with the kid, working and, and playing a fair few games. Yeah. It's been a it's been a good week. That's enough about us. That's about the games we're playing. Max, <laughs> what have you been playing this week? Uh, I've been playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater since. Me too. It, Let's talk about that right now. <laughs> Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Let's get into it. <laughs> All right, so this week, Activision re- uh, released the highly anticipated Tony Hawk's uh, Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster. Uh, it's been out a day and a bit now, I guess, the time of recording. Uh, now, Max, you picked it up digitally, so you got it like right on bang. I picked this up after work yesterday. Uh, I'm going to let you run with this one. Tell me what you think. I'm loving it, man. So... Uh, days before this released, I, you know, pulled out the PlayStation 2 and started playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and 4 to get myself ready. Man, this brings back such good memories from, uh, from the childhood. Mm. So they've obviously made a few, um, a few changes. So it's not, it's not, it's not a true, um, just a HD remaster because you've got all those fun things that they added into the later Tony Hawk's games can now be used in Tony Hawk's one and two. So, you know, you've got your reverts, you've got your manuals, the lip tricks. Uh, it does make, uh, comboing and getting those high scores a little easier than what they used to be, but there is an option built into the game to set it to classic mode. And that makes the game way harder. Yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's a weird sort of situation. So it, although it is technically a remaster, I kind of want to say it's a remake. Mm. Like, But like they've, all the marketing it says remaster, so that's what we're going with. But yeah, it does feel from the ground up sort of they've, they've taken the bones of an old game and then they've made it awesome. So I'm playing on PS4, so it's running at the 4K allegedly or 4K upscaled. 
Um, yeah, and as you said, like it's combined what one and two brought as well as a little bit of like the I think the reverts maybe in three. So they've bought a lot of those uh, uh, controller setups here. Uh, the game looks amazing. It plays just like I remember, except I don't remember being this shit. Because <laughs> since then. I have played, obviously, Skate. I've been playing Skate at XL recently as well. And they are, because they're more like flick driven than yeah. button pressy, I feel like that I'm having to like stress. There's some muscle memory I'm going to have to get back. But booting the game up, and they have a um, uh, an opening cinematic, which is in four by three, and it's all fuzzy and low, low, like low res, uh, with Gorilla Radio playing over it by Radius Machine. And like, I don't know about you, man, but that nostalgia just fucking hit me around the chest. <laughs> and it's like, dun, 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 dun. and I'm like, <laughs> you know, and then like, as they, as they sort of show, uh, Tony Hawk doing the 900 and then it pans out, like it kind of scales out to 1080 or 4k or whatever. And looks mint. And, you know, you see, you see all these, uh, cause I, as a skater from way back, I'm seeing all these names that I remember and I remember them looking very differently. Cause I haven't been, I haven't skated in about you know 10 years um easily 10 years so mm. it's cool like you, you know you see like the, like obviously I, i'm a big fan of like uh, Rod, uh rodney mullen and bob burnquist and you know tony hawks like chad musker uh, i don't remember musker guy but um uh, so, i noticed bam's missing yo he didn't appear in one and two he appeared in the oh he was ones. in three three yeah. undergrad i think yeah pretty yeah, much that's, so he, he that's, wasn't yeah, he wasn't right. prominent at the time true um but yeah, so like it's, it's good because like Rodney Mullen, I followed uh, even re- semi recently. I went back and watched his TED talks. I, I watch them ever so often because they're all about uh, innovation and, and creativity. And sometimes yeah. I need that oomph. So like with Rodney Mullen, I go back and watch. I watch his stuff frequently, and even that was like eight years ago. Seeing it here, I'm like, man, all these guys are so old, but they can bring it. And like they're you know they're showing clips and all these awesome drinks stuff. And then we also you, see um, the new. Uh, the new skaters are in here as well. Uh, changing the topic a little bit, but not too much. Did you see the clip of Tony Hawk doing a 540 with a glass of milk in his hand and no. not spilling it? No. So he, dro- he drops in on a vert with a, gla- a full glass of milk, does a 540 off the side of it and holds it and then drinks the milk at the end. Not, not a drop spill. What a champ. Ah, uh, he's still got it, apparently. Yeah, well, he's, he's pretty bad and bruised these days, but, you know, it's it's good. So... Yeah, like at its core, it feels exactly like Tony Hawk, as you remember, for good, bad, whatever. Um, it, it's very fascinating because you would know this by having played three and four again recently. Like I play, it's that one hang up that we have. It's like I'm looking, I'm playing this game, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this looks exactly how I remember. But it's not. It's no, not even a little bit. <laughs> I look so much better than what. So much, better. <laughs> so much better. Uh, addi- so, additionally, so you can create your own skater in, in this one, which you couldn't in one or two. Uh, have you made your custom Max? Is there a custom Max have. in there? Uh, I've made a custom. It's not me. Um, I made it because I. Uh, full disclosure, I said at the start, when I, when I first picked it up, I said to you that uh, the plat looks easily achievable and I'm going for that plat. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the challenges built into the game is to give your creator skater a facelift. So I built this random dude just so I could customize him later to get the to get uh, the trophies. Okay. Well, yeah, so I, I made... Going, going for that long game. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, 
Yeah, so I, I made an a, equivalent of me because because it does have a skate shop and stuff in it as well. So there, it doesn't appear to be microtransactions at the moment, but there is like in-game currency that allows you to buy new decks, pants, shoes, whatever. Um, and you seem to get them just by playing the game, which is awesome. So my son uh, was playing it this morning. He like granted he'll he'll he just knows how to ollie. So he just does the warehouse level and just jumps around for a while and falls over and then does it again. So each time you do it, you get five bucks. So I just let him go and I made like 200 bucks. Nice. Of those in-game dollary dues. And additionally, like there's rewards and challenges now. So rather than just completing the actual set goals, which each level contain, you're then you know additional like x amount of revert x amount of special trick grind for this long manual for this long and like even even the the back end of the level they give you statistics like this is what your highest combo was this is what your this is the best run you've had this is the best scoring trick you've had this is the longest grind manual so you can actually break it down on a more granular level now so as someone that's trying to get those combos and and sort of get that that grind pun intended is this are these additional challenges and uh, information helping you? So I've kind of been doing the challenges without knowing that I'm doing the challenges. So <clears throat> the way I play, the way I've I've tackled the start of this game is I um, I try and get through as many of the the level uh, uh, the level challenges in one go as possible. So while I'm collecting skate, I'm getting that pro score, high score, six score. Uh, and I, I try and do as least runs as possible. And once I've once I've cranked that level, I don't move on until I until I've done everything. Yeah, yeah I'm so, in a similar boat. Like I won't leave that level until it's done. So it's been so the game's been out since I got it at midnight on release. So midnight Thursday night, Friday morning. Uh, so it's been what a day and a bit, and I've a hundred percent completed Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One. Hot damn! <laughs> How many hours do you reckon this taking you though? Uh, I think it took about three hours. That's not too bad. Because I was having trouble remembering where stuff was. Mm. So even, like I, so right get, now, I'm hitting this. Remember where the bells are at the high school? Oh, dude, that took me ages. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. That's gone. And then I, I eventually remembered where the last one was, but it did take a while. But uh, yeah, no, like, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Like I said, I I'm only like three levels deep on the first one so far because a because my son hijacked it, and like, but I say he hijacked it. But this is something I want to mention, and I shared a video on on, on Twitter today of him playing it uh, on my lap. Um, <laughs> it's interesting now that I am am older. Now that I am a parent, I am starting to see the benefits of remakes and remasters. Like, I remember always claiming, oh, why would they just make me again? It's like, well, this like skateboarding games no longer exist. They don't, they don't happen anymore. Apart from the one major minor, you know, sorry, one ma- major indie that comes out as like skater XL. Here you go. Um, but it's been a very, very long time. And it's such a pivotal part of PlayStation. It's such, such a pivotal part of gaming and, and, and myself personally. So being able to sit here with with my son and show him a game that I grew up with, but in a in a light that he will understand. So even in a couple of years from now, when he's a little bit older, I'll still have access to this title, which I could play at any point. Like I can't pull up Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two anymore. You know, I can't pull up Underground as easily 
But here, I, I can share a very big part of my youth with my son. Mm. And that's awesome. I'm so happy about that. Even like, you know, it's like, that's the, that's, that's the silver lining of this, man. The game is at its core is awesome. But then there is this really nice outer crust to it that, that fills my heart with even more warmth, you know? And because that's the thing, like this, the age that we are now, like we're at that tipping point where, you know, we, we, we're, we're nostalgic for our youth. There are things that we remember and almost, you know, majority of people that are our age now have kids and they want to pass that on and they're smart business, man. They're like, well, let's give them what they loved and they can pass it on. That's how you get like ingrained brands on kids. <laughs> scary as it is. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so in time, you know, there'll be a couple of years. I said a couple of years. When my kid's older, he'll look back, man. I remember playing Tony Hawk with your dad. We would sit there and do that. Like, so that's like two generations of awesome memories. And yeah, we couldn't do that if it wasn't for remakes and remasters. So yeah, yeah, I'm very happy to be playing it again. It, it feels good. It feels very nice. What else have you been playing? Man? Yeah, um, <laughs> the other game going going back to old school games. The other game I've been playing this week is uh, Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh yeah, see. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a game I'd love to share with my kid, but I can't. Um, so yeah, I've been playing a lot of old stuff this week. Um, apart from, yeah, obviously Tony Hawk's when it came out, uh, I dabbled in my, my everyday games, played a bit of League of Legends, played some Valorant. Other than that, not too much, man. What about you? Um, I've probably done a little bit more this week. So I, uh, so thank you to the, uh, team over at, uh, Square Enix Australia. Both you and I were provided with codes for, uh, Marvel's The Avengers, um, oh yes, yeah, so I've been playing the Avengers. Yes, yeah, so we were given. Yeah, the, I have actually. Yeah, <laughs> we were we were both provided the deluxe edition, which allowed us to p- start playing from Wednesday. Uh, now, sadly, I've had, you know, been pretty reasonably busy, so I, I was now I was able to play it on Thursday. So, uh, our initial thoughts can be heard across the beta. So, in terms of how the game plays and runs, it's pretty much identical, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it feels... I felt that it felt a little crisper than what it did in the beta. Uh, there were times where it felt a little bit sluggish and I put that down to they are stress testing stuff. They're making sure all their services are going to be ready. Um, I, yeah, I felt it, it. I felt that it was a bit smoother once I had uh, the the actual game in my hands. Yeah, okay. So um... I've I've played back up to the point where we got to the beta because obviously there was, there's a, a bit prequel to the, the Golden Gate Bridge demo that did you play in the beta which gave a little bit more backstory which was awesome yeah i want to touch upon that actually so uh so into the first say three four hours are exactly what the beta had to offer Mm. so you do the a day at the golden gate bridge scenario you do the run with kamala khan and the hulk uh, and then you start segmenting off into uh more additional things right Mm. um so already i i'm not like i said i'm not it's not different it's it's mostly the same however there is more setup as you mentioned as you alluded to with the a day scenario so you get to see you're seeing it through kamala khan's eyes uh because she is the main focal point she is our way in 
to this world. So we're seeing everything through hers. So we, you know, this is all stuff that everyone sort of knows about. She wins a competition for writing a, an Avengers related story. She gets then invited to go join on the A Day celebrations uh, and potentially meet the Avengers. So we get to see uh, the Avengers in the in the glory on their celebrate uh, celebration day through her eyes. And I and compared to the demo, well, because this, this once again the A Day demo is I've played at pax last year and i played x amount of weeks ago and i played it here now this time completely reworked it for me seeing it through her eyes seeing the awe the wonder the mighty of these of these characters gave this level of humanity that you didn't get in that pre-setup that makes sense yeah so there's a small little run around you do as kamala you go and collect some comic books and you see all this memorabilia and she gets all excited and and then you run into thor and then you run into cap and black widow and they know who she is because they read her story and i don't know about you i was like i was feeling warm and excited just because when they're like oh yeah you wrote the book about that and then black widow's like oh man i loved it how you made me do that with the great that was awesome did it and like because I, I was fanning out a little bit. Like, it wasn't even me on my story. It just gave me that right vibe. Um, yeah, so there, there is that, like, big single-player campaign as well. It's not big, but there is a single-player campaign, which is a, a, a very interesting surprise because it has not been marketed that way at all. Now, granted, the single-player campaign, you can, you know, like, that's what multi you can join up with people to to hit the little the raids and stuff whatever but when playing the beta i was my brain was in a very different place like when we're doing all those encounters and i'm like this doesn't sound like cohesive story because it wasn't they were the multiplayer specific areas where you can go and run and get loot and stuff they, mm. those sections went about furthering the story how was it how are your thoughts on it so i'm not quite as far so i've gotten to the part where you're doing the run with kamala khan and hulk mm -hmm. um, my thoughts on the characters that i've played have not changed hulk is still like the goat for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah like i said it just felt a lot smoother it, it seems um less less rough around the edges than what it may have looked like in the beta and especially those early uh, those early videos that we saw of the game. Uh, I think it's nice that they did separate that single player multiplayer section. Like when you when you boot up the game, there there are two separate options in in your main screen, so you can jump straight into that into mm -hmm. that multiplayer area, go do your grinding, or you can you can reach the story. So far, the story, especially that early bit uh, that introduces uh the players to kamala and how it humanizes the avengers and that they know these people that they take the time to 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 meet up with her and uh i think that that was a really good onboarding point much much like you you said it it gave a different perspective to to the events of a day in the game mm -hmm. because obviously in the in the beta you're you're dropped in right in the middle of the action you don't understand why it's come about and then all of a sudden you're playing as Kamala Khan with Hulk and you're like, hang on a minute, who who is this person? Yeah, how did she how you did know, she come across Hulk? Blah, blah, blah. There's there's some there's some there's a nice big chunk of of story that you're missing between, you know, that that A Day celebration day and and you meeting up with Hulk. 
Well, yeah, something as simple as when you when you sort of see Kamala where she lives, and you you see mm. her fa- like you see her father, and you see her room is scattered with Avengers stuff, and she's trying to understand what's happened after the events of A Day. She has this own little like secret hideout where she has all her Avengers memorabilia. And there's some mint statues in there, by the way. And holy shit, do I want them statues? Um, <laughs> yeah, and I get, yeah, it added a whole different framework to it. And I think that's the the big takeaway here. Um, although, we, you know, because we received this game the same time as everybody else, um, we aren't as far in it as we would have, would have hoped. Um, I, I, was, I thought there may be a little bit, maybe a couple of days longer, um, but it looks as if that yeah, everyone, so including, like, you know, we're very lucky for once we finally got it at the same time as, like, all the big guys, because everyone got, got it right at the Deluxe Edition. Um, yeah, so... I, mean, I guess that's the... I guess that's the 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 pro and con to being an online service game yeah you the service isn't running so there's there's no copies to go so yeah true true well, once they activate the servers they have to act it for everyone i suppose so it kind of makes yeah. it a bit tough but uh yeah look i, I will be spending some more time with it um because i i want to see it through i at least want to see the single player through whether yeah. I get stuck into the grind i am looking forward to playing some multiplayer i'll have to hit hit you guys up and uh, get a group going. Well, yeah. So we certainly should. I like. Um, I might play tonight or tomorrow. Uh, maybe not tomorrow night, but I might do it tonight if you're interested. Mm. Um, sort of start chipping away at it a little bit. Um, so you can get a bigger, bigger scope for the game. But uh, with it with it being an ongoing service like this game plans to be, I guarantee you'll be hearing updates from us for the next x amount of time you know as spider-man comes in as hawkeye comes in as other additional characters start making their yeah through. i think they think they had a um they announced another character a couple of days ago that's mm, uh, the it's the uh, essentially the, the female equivalent of hawkeye so they're starting to hit up those variants like all of like the same the same yeah. character basic character uh, type kate bishop thank you reverend park in the chat there for keeping us keeping us honest um yeah so uh and black panther yeah. has also been promised as well which is a nice touch because you know i think they um, delayed their reveal in um because of everything that's going yeah, on yeah so for those that may not the, know uh Chad, chadwick boseman uh the gentleman who who did play uh black panther as well as many other many other pieces of work um he yeah he did pass away uh last week uh to to colon cancer um which is horrifying and and uh and very very sad um so yeah so you know of course uh our our, our condolences our sad our sadnesses uh go to the family and um anyone mm. that's worked with him he, he, he seemed like a see black panther we're gonna get derailed for a second here but black panther is a film it didn't hit me that hard i didn't i didn't think it was brilliant i thought i enjoyed it but i didn't think it was brilliant but i think that's because the movie wasn't made for me i'm a white guy that there are movies there are movies about us all the time you know they may not they may not they may not like every other movie like every other movie like (laughs) granted we as as specific individuals like you know large dudes you know glasses we're always side characters but we're characters in movies we're here there's an entire like uh subsect of of the world that have finally got their movie and that power cannot be understated so i completely understand and agree with everyone's sort of sentiment and sorrow um uh, right now because yeah he did usher in something huge and substantial especially in the superhero genre and it's 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 awesome uh cast in the chat asks is there a spot for me if i get it why the hell not would you want would you want to play with cast what are you 
Can't be worse than the AI. That's true. <laughs> that is very, very possible. Uh, and Sarah's joined us as well. She says, looking great, right? Thank you very much. It, it depends on if he's actually going to be able to play. So I've been trying to play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater with Cass. Oh, yeah? And despite the fact that he can play online multiplayer games, the game itself won't let him connect to uh, its online services. So he can't. I can't invite him to join a session that I'm in. Why? And he can't invite... Okay, it just doesn't connect him. But if he clicks multiplayer quick play... It'll work. It'll throw him in some rando's lobby, but he can't make a party and join a private game. It's very frustrating. Is it weird? I just want to beat him at Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's probably a reason. Like, oh, I can't get in. I'm so sorry. I just, it's just not working, man. I just, I can't. He just doesn't. He just doesn't want to get his ass beat. That's what. That's what it is. Well, see, that's that was my theory. Yeah. But, but yes, yeah, so as I said, we'll have more to talk about Avengers in, in the up in the coming weeks as we as we head more into it because you know both Max and I plan on. But I'm giving it a good old run because Marvel and uh, and the Avengers characters is cool, and uh, I want to see what it has to offer because my my expectations are pretty high. And it's my last pick uh, in our fantasy draft, Max. Uh, not fantasy, yeah, our gaming draft. So I don't think any of the rest of the games on my list are coming out. No, this we're, year. we're done. So like both you and I lost the game. This game in uh, so you lost uh, Vampire the Masquerade. I got, still might lose Cyberpunk at this point. I, yeah, I lost uh, Little Nightmares. So, if anything, the result of this... So, the, sorry, actually. So, if anything, the result of the reviews of Avengers will finalize my score. Mm. That means then, then we have for you to be the I think decider. I've got Cyberpunk. Once I've got Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk and Watch Dogs League. Oh, shit, and Watch Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Could, yeah so, so, November, uh, September... Uh, so, I'm fi- October I'm November the is pretty important to you. horrible. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully they both come out. Hopefully they don't get delayed again. I uh, yeah, oh, so I think Cyberpunk's God. more of a concern to be honest, but we'll see. Mm. There we go. Uh, mm. And uh, yeah, ad- additionally, I have I did also pull off the 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 PSVR head, put it on, and the some PlayStation VR today, which I've done in a little while. Uh, I was playing uh, Star Wars uh, Vader Immortal on the PSVR, so uh, that was code was kindly provided to us by PlayStation Australia. Uh, so Max, this is something that you've had your eye and you were the one that brought it to my attention. So I have it installed and ready to go. I just have not had the time to go face on with it. Mm. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. I mean, Star Wars in VR, that's, that's the IP for it, isn't it? Oh my God, dude. Oh, so there are three episodes and by the looks of it, they're about, well, the first one's about around an hour and a half. So I have finished that one. I haven't touched two or three yet. Um, that is perfect little bite-sized chunks just gonna say in terms of vr but at its core you are playing this character uh you are flying through the space with your robot companion uh and then you are randomly pulled up by a star destroyer and then you're taken to mustafar and then the rest ensues man like once i booted that shit up i was oh like you're standing like you're standing in the cockpit and you look out the void of space which normally normally makes me scared but it didn't here actually made me really really happy i looked out i'm looking at a cockpit there's a robot there talking to me and you know i'm I'm pressing buttons i'm flicking switches to get hype and then we go in we go in a hyperspace get that cool like you know that thing that star wars does and i get all my my heart like i was giddy i was like but not even like the regular fucking position vr giddy that i get i just want to vomit this is like real genuine like childlike glee like so the the star destroyer tractor beams you into it 
Oh, sorry. Uh, the 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 when you you get pulled out of hyperspace, you land above Mustafar, which is, as every is, I presume everyone Star Wars fan knows is the is the planet that uh, the old Anakin Skywalker gets fucked right up on um, at the end of Episode Three, and then you get tracked beamed into. So you get pulled through the atmosphere. So it's awesome. It's all cool little uh, uh, hidden loading screen, and it's this awesome um, structure in the middle of his volcano sort of setup and it's like Whoa. and as you get as you get tracked it in you get pulled down so that looks all cool because i'm all kind of like <gasps> you know because <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm in a fucking space stocking hangar bay in the star wars um yeah and the lane lands and then uh the the stormtroopers like break into your uh break into your ship and that was so cool like quickly, you have to like delete all your navigation stuff. So you have to run over the thing and do 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 do. So you're just pressing buttons, like deleting shit. Yeah. And like, the door blows out, smoke fills it. In come stormtroopers, guns ready through this hole. And like, I should be scared. I was mildly intimidated, but I was like, hey stormtroopers. <laughs> it was so awesome, man. And then later on, uh. you, later on, you meet you meet Vader. Vader gets involved, obviously, as the name suggests. Uh, and he's tall and he's menacing and like he looks cool. So uh, it looks as if with this originally being an Oculus title, they brought it over to PlayStation. There has been a substantial decrease comparatively, like because those obviously the big high end PCs can run VR a lot better. So it looks as if they have. Uh, sort of reduced background fidelity so when you're although flying into Must- when you fly into mustafar like i'm all excited because it looks like mustafar but it's a very low poly mustafar but when you get up when you get up in anyone's face beta looks so good and then everyone else looks so like the couple of the big characters are really cool distance everything looks like garbage but like real close love it <laughs> So there's oh, that's a- good. It, yeah, it's hard when you. It's obviously hard when they they've you know built something for PC and when they try and translate it across to to PS4. Obviously, there are going to be things that are missing. Yeah, and like so, there are some weird things because you're using the move controls and they're always sketchy at best. Anyway, like the hands would sometimes do weird things, like because the, rather than just give you a floating hand, it gives you a cuff. And I don't know why they just didn't just cut it off at the wrist because that makes because because you're seeing this cuff. The hand's trying to compensate while keeping the cuff where it believes the cuff should be. Like, just make a hand, yeah. dude. Fuck off the cuffs. So if that way, if it does this, it doesn't look weird. Even though, even me doing it kind of looks weird. Um, <laughs> yes, eventually you get a lightsaber. The fighting system is pretty cool. It, uh, the the robot things that you fight in that, in that first episode, they do telegraph their moves pretty heavily, which makes sense. But yeah, it feels cool. Like, pew, pew like you start like star wars kidding it you know and i felt really cool like i'm like flipping it and spinning it and and i'm like i'm nerding out something fierce like i hurt my shoulder but it was worth it you know <laughs> yeah because that's like, good and it's like it's cool because like the saber's on your belt and you've, you've got to hold the trigger down it's like like a grip you know very similar to like the uh oculus touch which has the 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 big the buttons on the side for the mm. grip so you grip it you gotta hold it you know and that feels so good man I did it in my face. Nothing happened, but you know, it's just like yeah, it, it this young excitement in me, man. It was like yeah, I, it, this weekend is a nostalgia weekend. Apparently, like Tony Hawk's yeah. and Star Wars, it's just it's just me as a teen, but like reliving it, you know, 15, 16, 17 years later. 
Um, so yeah, I'm keen to jump in the other two episodes. I think I might do them one a week. So I'll do that one this week. I'll do two next week and I'll do three the week after. So you get three. So you get the ongoing saga, just like Star Wars, uh, of my playthrough of Vader Immortal. Um, I hope you jump in it, man. Cause yeah, it's- Yeah, well, I've got it. I've got it installed, ready to go. I just have not had the time to, to plug the VR in. Yeah, no, it's cool. And one of the, one of like, it's not really spoilers. Well, it totally is. But there's a shot of Vader. Like you're in the dark and you see the lights on Vader's little chest, Mathinger. And he walks towards you. It's like, and it's like the glowing red light, and it looks ominous because just half his face. Oh, it was so fucking cool. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, it was really good actually. Was so yeah, good. that's very, good. Very much. I'm very excited. But that's enough for what we've been playing. So I think that's pretty much it. I didn't play anything else. Oh, sorry if Seasons Diamon comes out today. I'm gonna see how much that is. Might pull, <laughs> might pull that up while, while we kick, this in, kick kick into the news. So this is a section called Inform the Players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. Max, while I pull up the PlayStation store, because I want to, I want to play some farming games. Tell us what's going on. Uh, well, let's kick off with some some Sony news, some PlayStation news. So another wave of PlayStation Five emails have gone out. He's just linked back to their own PlayStation Five page, giving us the information Ooh, we already bucks. have. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. It's yeah, so we still have no. Actually, so still no. Before we go into that, Max, I'm just going to interrupt you because this. Yeah, I want to talk about this now. Yeah, what the come f- on. Is Doramon an anime? No, I'm pretty sure that was the localized name for Harvest Moon, wasn't it? May have been. Because it looks very anime, but like different anime. There's like a giant cat with a hat on. I don't think there. I, I thought I thought Doramon was just the localized name of it. Right, and then when they exported it to the West, it got Harvest Mooned. Maybe. Or am I completely wrong? Am I thinking of something else? Uh, Doramon is a Japanese manga series written and illustrated by Fu. Yep. It's anime. Okay. No, it, is an, it is an anime. So it looks to be combining an anime with some farming games. So the, <laughs> is the, too, the, the, is the, that, is the anime part, oh, it's crossing the line, <laughs> but like, I've, I, 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 you know how often I go on, like, I don't like anime. I don't like that. Blah, 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 but like that line is getting pushed fucking harder and harder. Like when I played <laughs> Persona 5 Royal earlier this year, I'm like, mm, you know, and then I was talking to some some of the clients at work, and they're all like, "You should this anime is really good. This anime is really good." And there's you know, there's this anime about you know the cells within the human body. I'm like, "Oh, that sounds fucking awesome!" And then then I saw this one about these like uh, people dressed like firefighters, but they like fight supernatural things. I'm like that sounds awesome too. So like my my line is very approaching. Like I'm like, oh, <laughs> fucking all of it sucks." <laughs> okay, that's kind of cool. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, that's pretty cool. Too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I, bit by bit it starts inching its way into next thing you know I'm fucking nin- Naruto running around my house like that's what's going to happen I'm going to be like where what has become of me that's what will happen I appear to life sorry <laughs> you're right so uh, in other PlayStation related news according to The Verge the PlayStation 5 will not have an optical audio port uh, which isn't too surprising considering the PS4 Slim also dropped the standard. Yeah, I remember that being um, a big old deal when the Slim came out. Like, it's, it is still currently on the Pros, uh, and it was on the PS4 Fats. Um, it looks as if that's done, man. It looks like that uh, digital audio is kind of where, where they're going. So the website was reporting how older Astro headsets will work on the PlayStation 5. Uh, the company will be releasing a, quote, HDMI to optical audio splitter, that will allow your headset like to interface with the PlayStation itself. 5 with no additional firmware needed. Uh, they're saying that this will cost around $40 US, but if you enter your serial code from your existing Astro headset into the company's website, you will 
uh, you will receive a $15 redo discount. So I myself have a pair of Astros mm-hmm. that plug in via the optical, so I'm going to have to get one of these bad boys. Well, see, that's the thing, because I primarily just use the uh, the Audio Technicas, you know, the, the plug in the bottom. Like, I don't really have a dedicated gaming headset because I, I sit here and use these mostly anyway. I didn't want to mm. have to buy another set. But um, are you bummed that, th- that this change is happening? A little bit, but at least the company realizes that this is an issue and they're doing something to rectify it. Like, yes, it's a, it's an extra expense, but paying $25 for a converter is cheaper than buying a new headset because I've well, only had this headset for a couple bucks, of years. Eh? Yeah, so I've got the A50, so I've got the wireless bad boy. So I actually have them permanently plugged into the PC and the PlayStation at the same time because they USB into the PC, but they optical into the PlayStation. Oh. So I can have both audio running at the same time. That's a lot. Of, that's a so, lot of like noise in your head. No, I mean it. It allows me to be in a Discord chat while playing PlayStation games. That's a good point. Because because the PlayStation Party system is bogus lately. It is very bogus. Uh, in other PlayStation news, PlayStation have resumed their activity on Facebook and Instagram after their two month hiatus. Uh, Sony boycotted the platforms after adding its voice to the uh, Stop Hate for Profit campaign, uh, but they, they are now in back in full force promoting their PlayStation 5 on both of its official pages on both Facebook and Instagram. Uh, also ramping up with their marketing for the upcoming console, they have released a new 30-second advertisement uh, just showing us more of the uh, more of the same. So we're, we're getting... They're reiterating on those new unique features um, we're getting the same gameplay clips from uh spider-man miles morales and horizon forbidden west uh there's also been some updated news on the dual sense so one of the uh one of the new features they will be able to generate haptic feedback from sound effects so as part of a technology themed booklet the platform holder explained that it aims to quote reduce the burden for some teams by providing simple solutions that utilize its hardware Quote, we have created a haptic vibration waveform design environment that anyone can use easily. In this way, we have not only developed a tool that allows game creators to design an impactful, natural, and comfortable vibration waveform in fewer steps, but also created a method of almost automatically generating vibration patterns from a game's sound effects. So in theory, what this means is loud sounds such as explosions would provide a heavy feedback in the controller, while softer sounds like rippling water would be more gentle. Because this is something that we were discussing. It's like the idea of these haptic, the haptic response is, is on paper really, really cool. Like, mm. but the idea that every developer would have to plan for it is a bit fucked. So by he creating this little uh, stopgap, it's like, oh, right, you don't have to code for it specifically. Specifically, you can if you want, but if we need to, we'll just use the audio of the game and repurpose it to get the control of what mm. it needs to do. That's pretty interesting. But uh, yeah, so the the ad's pretty much spot on. It's like, hey, here's the adaptive triggers. Here's 3D audio. Here's all the shit that they've talked about. Like no nothing new here because it is yeah. currently the 5th of september time of recording and there has and there would be a ps5 update no change uh not a whole <laughs> lot's gone down it's still very very quiet it's still getting closer and closer and it's uh it's it's getting scary um actually so i'm gonna bring up a good point so uh friend of the show buddy watson he, on twitter he brought up a good point he said why does it matter when if you if you're plan on being a day one purchaser, why does it matter when they announce the release date or the price? Because it's a situation of regardless, 
I've committed myself to buying it. Because I think not everyone... So, for for people like us, we are committed to buying it day one. I think if it comes out at $600, we're going to be like, oh, that's good. That's a lot less than we thought it was. And if it comes out at eight $900, we're like, well, we're going to get it anyway. What difference does it make? Yeah. I think people just kind of want to know what they're in for. Yeah. Because all those, uh, all be those people... Knowing. Like, all those people that are hedging their bets of, you know, I'm going to get what comes out first. I can only afford one, and I'm going to get which one comes out first. Mm. Yeah, because I brought up a good point to me, because I'm like, yeah, it's a good point, actually. Because I'm like, I'm going to buy it anyway. Why does it fucking matter? But, mm. um, <sighs> yeah. I think, just- the, I think the main, the other thing is... They're aware of how popular their console is going to be. They're aware that there could be shortages getting them to where they need to be on any given time because currently shipping stuff is a nightmare. Yeah. And until they can lock down a solid date, uh, it's all good and well to, to delay a game due to stuff. But when you're delaying a console that's going to cost millions, if not billions in revenue... That's a much bigger yeah. call to make. So yeah. I'm assuming they're holding off to know exactly when they're going to be able to get them in everyone's hands before they say, hey, guys, it's going to be the 17th of November. And then two weeks later go, you know what? We're not going to be able to meet that date. It's actually going to be December now. Like we're, as, as gamers, we're upset now that we don't know. But as gamers, we would be livid if they delayed them after they gave us a date uh, that is very very true actually yeah i would probably <laughs> eat them alive yeah i'd be very, pretty mad i understand that it's just yeah it, it is starting to come but we, we start repeating on the rant that we did last week so we'll back off on that and we'll head into uh the next bit of news which is about ubisoft so uh ubisoft has officially announced the upcoming ubisoft forward event uh this was heavily rumored to drop in september but they have got a date and time it will take place on uh friday the 10th of september uh, in the u.s so that's the 11th for us. Uh, an announcement trailer for it states it will contain, quote, new games and big news. Uh, in additional Ubisoft news, um, it's still a pretty horrible company. Uh, also on top of that, uh, Gods and Monsters has not, has received their rebrand. It is now known as Immortals, sem- uh, colon, Phoenix, F-E-N-Y-X, Rising. So I actually don't think there's a colon. <laughs> that's worse. Um, uh, yeah, I actually don't think there's a colon. There. See, if Gods and Monsters is kind of a generic name but somehow by renaming it immortals phoenix rising somehow makes it sound worse and more generic. i think i think because this is from the team that did assassin's creed odyssey if i'm yeah, if i remember right, rightly yeah. lately the assassin's creed games have gone very mythological and you're fighting gods and monsters mm. so i think they're trying to uh distance themselves from the assassin's creed franchise and be like no this is this is something but they different. are it's because different- it's not assassin's creed like i don't i that i i see your i see where you're coming from but if it was called assassin's creed immortals phoenix rising there's a problem but it's not <laughs> it's just called gods and monsters if it was called the creed of gods and monsters yeah that would be confusing but like <laughs> that uh, it's it's just a it's a poo name it sounds like a mobile game now yeah and that's uh, like yeah look i didn't really give two poos about it you watched the trailer you got a kick out of it didn't you yeah actually i actually kind of like how it's looking now it's it's had a bit of a facelift 
since the initial release. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Microphone game. Cool. I'm, I'm glad they know their market. That's nice. <laughs> um it will also this will be featured heavily in the next forward event. And uh thanks to Microsoft Store, and there may be a possible release date. Uh leaked on the uh on the so according to the Microsoft Store, it's possibly could be coming out on the second of December, which is a Wednesday, so it may be possible. Uh but you know, in the digital age, games can drop whatever the fuck they want. Uh, alongside there, alongside this release that on the store, there were a series of new screenshots. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of, yeah. Okay. Whatever. That's fine. <laughs> um, another thing, so there'll be seven up to seven, seven unique regions to its open world, each inspired by a different God. Um, I'm, I presume they're new gods. They're not being based on any current, uh, uh, God-like imagery. Uh, another game. Uh, currently being teased around this Ubisoft Forward event is Prince of Persia. Uh, this is on the back of the uh, uh, that re- ga- early gameplay release thing that was like for mm-hmm. an old test build, apparently. Uh, and then additionally, a te- this teaser was also assisted by Jason Schreier, who had name-dropped the project directly on the Triple Click podcast. That and so, uh, like Prince of Persia and Splinter Cell are like the two most like the two most favorite sentences to come out of any Ubisoft anything. Like every time it's like, "Hey, Ubisoft having an event." I bet Splinter Cell's gonna be there. Like Prince of Persia better be there. Nah, here's a mobile game for and another character for uh, Siege. Oh, is this Prince, <laughs> Prince of Persia? Are you excited yeah. for a returning Prince of Persia, Max? Is the question. Yeah, man. Prince of Persia's rad. Yeah, I don't understand why they let that franchise die. Um, I love the original Prince of Persia. Like the OG. Like the, like the, the 2D side-scroller. OG DOS one. I remember playing that shit with my dad. Like, he and I smashed the fuck out of that game. I never really got very far. Because I, I distinctly remember playing it for the first time. And because the way it worked is you would go... Uh, you would either go left or right. Like if you went left, if you went left, you would go and get a sword and you'd be fine. If you went right, well, because you have to go left to get the sword and then come back. But if you just mm. go right, there's a guy that's like. <laughs> I remember being like, "How do I fight this man?" That's, that's, that's young Ryan apparently. Dad, how do I do? I don't know what I'm doing. And then he's like, "No, you've got to run that way." You go, so you have to go there, get it, and come back. And I still remember that, like, the no, that's Mario noise, but you get my point. Um, when you pick up the sword, it's kill awesome. And then, of course, uh, this, like, the Sands of Time series on uh, the PS2. Big old fan of that bad boy. Sands of Time was cool. I, I remember borrowing Warrior, Warrior Within and the Two Princes um, yes. off my friend Sprouty. Uh, I remember playing that, that that back in the day. I really loved Sands of Time. And then they tried to make that, like, then there's that other one, like one with the the, the the epilogue that had to be purchased separately. That part I don't really have an issue with, but uh, I guess they kind of do. But I never played it, so I didn't care. But like so that seemed to be, like, a stylistically different as well, and I think that may have been the on it. Um, like, yeah. Do you reckon this will be a new one, or are they going to redo Sands of Time? Like, or man, if they just if they redo if they just redo that trilogy, I'd be happy. Mm. Park brings up a, Park brings up an, an interesting point. They didn't let it die; it became Assassin's Creed. And then they just ran with that money train. 
Did it though? Because Assassin's Creed got you know yearly releases. Yeah, but a, but like there's a lot. Oh yeah, of Prince I, Persia yeah. They, DNA uh, you in mean Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed took over because yeah. of yeah. There's a lot of Prince of Persia DNA in then Assassin's Creed. True, true. And then uh, Chris Conway backs up Prince of Persia on the Commodore 64 was my shit. <laughs> 64, oh damn. Like, poor Commodore. Oh, yeah, well, and of course, there was the movie as well, which um, with was With Jake good. Gyllenhaal. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Wait. I'm pretty sure it was Jake Gyllenhaal. In oh, I'm thinking Fassbender. of this. Yeah, that was very good. I'm thinking of this. I thought, I'm like, that's, that's fucking Fastbender. But no, that was Assassin's Creed. <laughs> well, let's talk about some news that I'm very both, excited both about. Both as unmemorable. <laughs> Uh, the Witcher 3 is getting an enhanced PS5 version. Any owner of the title on PlayStation 4 will receive a free upgrade to the enhanced version, and it is due to release sometime in 2021. This free upgrade applies to both the base version of the game and the Game of the Year editions. PlayStation 5 version will have both visual and technical improvements, ray tracing, faster load times across all its content, including all DLC. And if you don't own it on PlayStation 4, you can buy it standalone for the PlayStation 5 on its release. Man, I'm so keen that they're doing this. I know. You want to know why they're doing uh, it? God, well, because Cyberpunk's so hopefully- getting delayed. It's not coming, <laughs> coming out to 2022. They're like, fuck, we need to give them something for the next, for 2021. Here's The Witcher again. You love The Witcher right here. Feed it. Nom, nom, nom. It's going to become the new Skyrim. And then they're like, so- <laughs> here it is. Cyberpunk's delayed. Oh, well, Witcher on the PS5. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it is becoming the new Skyrim because it's uh, uh, The Witcher is getting a mobile game based similarly, uh, designed similarly to that of Pokemon Go, Ew. where you go out and hunt monsters. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about that one. Post. I'm like super going to play it. It's going to be great. Look, I, I, which is cool. I didn't finish and or really play the first one it just got too dense real quick to me i was like no yeah so it's a long is, game this isn't for me but there are i know there are many 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 people that this is for yeah me this is they just did it for me and i'm i'm okay with that you see chris conway's on my side i'm unpopular opinion i don't like the witcher games and i agree like i like it's maybe it's just not me like you said it, it felt too like high no, fantasy I, it felt too dense i looked at that map and i wanted to fucking cry See, for me, it's all I see is like so much content. Mm. It bang for your buck wise, The Witcher Three is a bargain, especially when it goes on sale for like twenty bucks. Yeah, like I paid like, like twelve bucks for it. Yeah, like, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll, I'll going from a, go, going right. from a game I'm hyped about, let's talk about a game you're hyped about. Yeah, that's me! Resident <laughs> Evil! Capcom had mentioned that there'd be an update in August, but unfortunately that did not come to pass. But I guess that could have been the announcement of the series. Uh, Capcom has additionally confirmed that the game will be appearing at the Tokyo Game Show. Uh, TGS is set to take place at the end of September. But it does look as though Capcom will be holding a duo of live streams over that weekend. The first on September on Saturday, 26th September, which will include a look at Street Fighter V Champion Edition, which we should mention Street Fighter V is also free on uh, PS Plus right now, along with PUBG. We've got to mention that last week, but there you go. Uh, it's in the quick bits for this week. Yeah, and the, oh, there we go. And there will be uh, a second, including Resident Evil Village on the 27th. Oh yeah, give me, give me, give me, give me that in my face. I'm God, I'm fucking keen. 
So to throw in some other Resident Evil news that yep. wasn't quite Resident Evil news, uh, earlier this week, uh, a game popped up on Steam for $1.99 called Biohazard Village with the, the almost the exact identical logo of uh, what we've seen for, for Resident Evil The Village. Uh, obviously, Biohazard being the name for Resident Evil over Japan, in Japan. Yeah. Everyone kind of went crazy and bought it, and it turned out to be some very subpar third-person zombie game that had just was removed within a day yeah like <laughs> steam steam shouldn't that shouldn't have been released man <laughs> steam is garbage <laughs> steam is garbage yeah. but no give me some sweet resident evil action i want it 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 see it's times like those where you know the curation that apple puts into their apple store makes sense it does because if you look at is that it? and you look at that title and went well oh, someone's trying to do a sneaky nope <laughs> someone just wants their two dollars <laughs> yep and i bet i bet that person made a good like i don't know two hundred thousand bucks a thousand bucks easy hmm. moving on moving on uh hello games developer of no man's sky is currently working on a quote huge and ambitious new game according to an interview with polygon founder sean murray also confirms that this unnamed project is not a sequel to no man's sky but it is still currently in very early development, so we will not be seeing it anytime soon. God damn it. God damn it, Sean Murray. Shut your face. <laughs> Do not say huge and ambitious with the games after the, the, the heat. Heat! The, 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 the astronomical heat, pun intended, uh, of No Man's Sky. Don't say anything. You should say, there is a game, and we are working on it. What should we think? Don't worry about it. Just just know there's a game coming. I'm not going to tell you what it is, what to expect, anything. It's just coming. Because all he's going to yeah. do, he's just... He has a tendency to talk too much too soon. Yeah. Ugh. The overhype could Look, be real. I hope they don't... I hope that, that, that for whenever this does decide to come out, whatever it turns out to be, I really do hope they have a smoother launch than what they did for, for No Man's Yeah, Steve. look, I say that... In, in like respect for Hello Games because they managed to turn it around. They went and they uh, they worked on that game endlessly and it's not, it's kind of the game that they promised now. But like fucking four years later, five years later, like very, 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 very careful. Uh, mm. oh, oh, sorry. Yes, buddy. No, I'm not playing the racing car game right now. I'm not playing skateboarding game either. I'm talking to Max. <laughs> He's just okay, like, screw so you, you then, You want me, me to stop talking to Max so you can play skateboard games? <laughs> yeah. I will do that later. Okay, so you talk to Max first. Yeah, talk to Max first. Yep, cool. That was, I, I don't know who won that negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, apparently. No, it's like, Max, <laughs> fuck off. I want to play skateboarding games. That's pretty much where it went down. Uh, next up, Mass Effect Remastered. This has been an, on, an a long, ongoing demand slash want slash need of many. Speaking on the GamesBeat podcast, Jeff Grubb, who's a big old journo, states that EA has ta was, ta was targeting an October release for the Remastered trilogy. Uh, the last he heard, however, it was meant to be revealed early in October and ship at the end of the month. He also reiterates, quote, I know it's real. I've seen more than enough evidence to know that it is real. But it's still 2020 and they haven't announced it yet. Yeah, I mean, the game... <laughs> Pretty much with, right with, now, it's, I'm just like, until it happens, I don't care. Mm. 
Well, we'll, we'll push but, on but to the But then saying bit. that, I said the same thing about this. I remember clearly saying we will never see a remake of this. Well, what I'm hope what I'm hoping is the music licensing is too much. And what they do, they gave us all the goddamn music. So I'm like, I don't know, I don't know anything. Well, what I'm hoping for is that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two sell so well that they give us three and four, and then Underground One and Two. Oh god, if they give me Underground, oh my god, Mm. oh my dear lord. So, So let's talk some quick some quick bits. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled will no longer be getting any further updates coming from the developer Beanox. It's just a little bit sad, but. Yeah, well, it's, uh, they can't sneakily put any more microtransactions mm-hmm. in it. Uh, PlayStation Plus will no longer be required to play Rocket League Online when the game goes free to play later this year. Good. That, that's handy because that makes it that's, completely free to play. That's brilliant. Mm, uh, and as Ryan mentioned before, PlayStation Plus games for September are Street Fighter V and PUBG. Now, did they release these games early? Because I swear they normally come out at around the 7th of a month. Or is nah, it just the first whenever tu- the first the Tuesday first is? The first Tuesday of the month, yeah. And that just happened to be on, like, the second day. Yeah, yeah pretty much, yeah. <laughs> cool. And then there's a big old picture in there for you. Oh, it's all dry. Okay, he's got a watering gun now. This could go bad. Uh, all right, here we go. The top 10 best-selling games the PlayStation 4 for the week ending the 30th of August. Number 10, Far Cry New Dawn. It's, I think it's like 8 bucks right now. Far Cry New Dawn's a whole lot of fun. Everyone should go check it out. Number nine, The Last of Us Part Two, slowly inching its way out of the top ten. Number eight, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Number seven, Grand Theft Auto Five. For the first time in a long time, Call of Duty Modern Warfare at number six, out of the top five. Uh, a Way Out, number number five, which is like seventy five percent off right now. Which I almost picked it up because I remember, like, I really really enjoyed it. EA nearly it. got me because uh, FIFA is currently ninety three percent off. It's seventy. It's seven dollars down from a hundred. <laughs> oh wow, that's that's seven dollars. Uh, but you, EA have got you in other ways because at number four it's UFC four. Number three Madden twenty one. Is that one two? That's two 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 EA games and two Ubi games. Oh damn. Uh, and then two PlayStation exclusives with Ghost of Tsushima at number two. So it's kind of spiked back up a little bit. But number one is still PGA Tour 2K21. I did play a little bit of that this week as well. It's still fun. It's still a lot of fun. Man. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed that Madden isn't number one. You'd think with the season currently being up in the air, like as we head in towards the back end of the year, People be chomping, you know what I mean? Like some some sports related uh, uh, game, but appears not. Well, I I would imagine that NBA Two K Twenty One is probably going to be in the charts next week, being uh, that released yesterday as time of recording. Mm. <sighs> Annualized games, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh look, even look. If, if there's one thing that's certain, you're like everything is cancelled this year. Uh huh. You'll still get your annualized video games. Apparently nothing. <laughs> nothing. Unless you're, unless you're WWE. We'll stop. Yeah. yeah. Except for WWE. Uh, but no, they'll go at nothing. Just stop. When's, when's Battlegrounds coming out? I don't know. Check your, your upcoming release. I'm pretty sure it's in like two weeks. All right. There we go, Max. You, are, you tell, are you telling me to do my own segment on this show? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyway, that's, uh, that's, that's enough that's happened this week. We, we, we got all our main topic stuff up the front of the show with all the three games we've been playing. So let's get into the section we call Coming to the Players. We tell you what games are coming out this when week. When are we in September? We cool. are. It is currently September 5th. So upcoming games, we have 
Necromunda Under Hive Wars PS4 like September 8th that's yeah I have no idea uh, we have the Kingdoms of Amalur re-reckoning remaster remake thing that's oh, coming yeah. out have, have you, did you ever play the Knights of Amalur on PS3 uh, yes I did play a little bit of it I never got around to finishing Apparently it that comes like super out super high fantasy so it's like right up your alley mm, that comes out September 8th and then we have uh, Inertial Drift coming September 11th and that is it. Yeah, so uh, Puck in the chat just confirms the Battlegrounds is the 18th of September. Yeah. So look, not a whole lot coming out this week. That's cool. That's good. That means I've got more time to play Vader. means i got more time to play Doramon, Story of Seasons. You know, get some farming, farming on PlayStation. So I know, I know this is, I know this is a PlayStation podcast, but I just want to get a quick shout out on um, Nintendo. Pack. What are your, what are your thoughts on the Nintendo digital sales not, not lasting more than like six months? It is the, it's the same scarcity tactic that that Nintendo have used for the last 30, 40 years, but they're trying to do it digitally. Like it's, <laughs> it's scarce, man. We only have so many ones and zeros. Like, ooh, six months worth of them, actually. Only six months. Like, you know that you can have it in perpetuity digitally. Like, stop trying to fuck people. Like, it baffles me. Is that, like, Nintendo continue <laughs> to demonstrate they have no understanding how the internet works. Yeah, Nintendo going to continue to Nintendo. Don't worry, though. People will oh. be like, oh, my God, and they'll pre-order it digitally. It's just pushing for early for early window purchases. That's it. Do you and, they need to, do you reckon they need to make up some money in this quarter or something? But, That's uh, why they're... Who knows? But on top of that, like, Nintendo don't release their digital numbers. So, like, <laughs> right now, like, you know, Animal Crossing sold X amount of millions of copies, but no one's recorded the... They, they, they don't disclose the digital sales. And, you know, that game sold incredibly well digitally. So they're like, everyone should buy digitally. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they're being nefarious, but it's just like, I don't understand the reasoning. It actually makes me quite mad because it just shows this this attempt of like pretend ignorance, you know, yeah. of how the internet works. Or they just try to this like this pretend scarcity. You can't do that now. Unless you want that play and watch. Apparently that shit sold out everywhere. They've already made like six of them again. Yeah, yeah. I one of my I asked one of my friends because he's um his wife's a big Nintendo fan, and uh when the Nintendo Lego came out, she pre-ordered a bunch of it and just like hoarded it. Like, is your wife just gonna like sculpt these as well? But apparently, they're so hard to find. Anyway. Yeah. Well, on a side note, because they they announced this week the um the uh, Mario 3D All Stars. So for those you know you, you and and they're bringing the original All Stars over now, which is cool. Mm. Because like I never played, I didn't really play sixty four because I didn't have I didn't have one, and I did I haven't played Sunshine and haven't played Galaxy. So if anything, that'd be a good set for me personally, and it's a great Man, way sun, to show sun, my kids. Sunshine is like one of the greatest Mario games. Mm. Bold, bold statement, and um, I'm sure a lot of people agree. Padge <laughs> is really mad though because Galaxy Two's not in there. Apparently, Galaxy Two's yeah. getting really bummed, really shafted, and no one's well, getting it the love it allegedly deserves. Well, maybe they're just going to re-release it by itself for two weeks online. And if you don't get it, you miss yeah, it. Yeah, you got like 45 minutes. Bam. <laughs> <sighs> it's it's available for the next 30 seconds after this trailer ends. Yeah, it's, it's, it's available for as long as you have this trailer open so they get views as well. 
Uh, anyway, let's wrap, let's wrap, wrap things it up. up. Should we be wrapping things up? This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations, please check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all the links in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live and join the chat just like a bunch of awesome people have today uh if you want to support the show you can tell your friends tell your family about this playstation pod if you listen to us on podcast service be sure to give us a five star rating and a written review if you're on the youtubes why not give it a like subscribe leave a comment below i'll endeavor to answer every single one that i can uh if you want to support us financially you can at patreon.com slash the pop culture as well as that merchandise store popculture.com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it but until next week I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players. Oh, and a happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Oh yeah, tomorrow. fuck Father's Day, everyone. For for all our for all our Aussie listeners. Yeah, happy Father's Day to anyone that is a father, a, a father figure, or even those mums that are doing all the doing all them daddy stuffs too. Oh, that sounded more sexy than I intended. Happy Father's Day. <laughs>